Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. With the state of our governments and our world, it seems impossible to be able to rejoice. There's so much deception. How do we even know what's real? Well, today, Pastor J.D. reminds us that our hope is in Christ. With God on our side, there's no reason to fret over this world because it will shortly come to an end. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on October 23, 2022. This is prophesied demonic deception destruction, opposition, distraction, and confusion. And it's evidence of how very, very close we are to that trumpet sounding and the dead in Christ rising first, and we who were alive and remain being caught up to meet the Lord in the air and forever being with the Lord. We have to talk about this just a little bit more. Just bear with me, okay? I have to bear with myself. (laughs) I take me home with me after all of this, you know. Pray for my wife, too. Bless her heart, that poor woman. Okay. Yes, Satan is the author of confusion and the father of lies. But God is the author and finisher of my faith, and in Him and Him alone will I put my trust. But pastor, I mean, it's getting really bad, I know. But that can be a good thing. How? Well, think about this. Isn't it when we're so gaslighted and confused and don't know who to trust or who to believe anymore? Isn't it then when we go to the one whom we can trust in and believe? The God of the Word and the Word of God. A while back I happened upon this quote from 1981 by CIA Director William Casey, which seems to explain the aforementioned counterfeit destruction, controlled opposition with its disinformation and misinformation propaganda, and the confusing distraction that has ensued. We'll know our disinformation program is complete 
when everything the American public believes is false. Okay. I think we're there. And this was 1981. One of the reasons I even bring these things to your attention in these prophecy updates is because of Ephesians 5.11. It says, Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them. See, here's how it works. You expose the darkness, the evil, and it serves as the catalyst to bring you to the good, to the good shepherd. When you realize that this world has no hope, the emperor has no clothes, what are you going to do? Who are you going to trust? Who are you going to turn to? As of late, the Lord has burdened my heart. I've shared my heart with you in this regard concerning the purpose of these updates, being that of getting Jesus to people and people to Jesus. And before the Lord, I inquire of the Lord, how does this update that I'm preparing for Sunday bring the lost to Jesus and the saved closer to Jesus? And unless and until I'm able to answer that question, I don't complete the update. So, what is the answer to that question? I'm going to just simply and humbly answer it this way. In a day when everything is believed to be false, and it is, it should be that which brings us and gets us to the truth. And we know who that is. Jesus. John 14, 6. I am the way and the truth and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help us God. And He's our only way out of this. He's our only hope. Well, this brings me full circle to how we began related to the evidence. Strong word, right? Proving beyond any doubt, that's even stronger, the reality and proximity of eternity. Well, first, the evidence environmentally proves, as Jesus said in Matthew twenty-four twenty-two, no flesh would survive in the last days. Speaking of Israel and the seven-year tribulation, were those days not shortened, cut short. Nobody would be able to survive on the earth. Well, that day is today. By the way, when I quote someone like a Dane Wigington that makes a statement like, we won't see 2030, that's not hyperbole. That's statistically proven with factual forensic evidence. 
soil samples taken. And in those soil samples, you know what they find? Aluminum, barium, how about this, graphene? Oh, and the list just is seemingly endless. Do you know what that does to the human body, the human brain? Every system, the digestive system, the nervous system, the cardiovascular system, and it's documented. It's factual. And when you destroy life on the earth that is necessary for the sustenance of human life on the earth, it's game over. And when he uses words like trajectory, I happen to be very fond of that word. If you haven't noticed over the years, I've used that word quite often, maybe too often. But on the current trajectory, prophetically, 2030? Let's see, 2030 minus 7 is 2023. Oh, be careful, Pastor. No, I'm not going to be careful. We're there. We're there. You know, I, I, again, I'm just from the heart, man. (laughs) I cringe when I hear fellow pastors talking about, what what kind of world are we going to leave to the next generation? I'm thinking, what? That's that's the wrong question. (laughs) We're not going to leave any world to the next generation because we're the last generation that's going to leave the world. Well, pastor, why are you so dogmatic about it? Listen, again, I I just would, I'm going to very humbly, very lovingly just ask you, you can research all of this yourself. Everything that God said would happen at the time of the end, it's really happening. And it's really happening now, it's already happening. Things that we're told will be fulfilled ultimately during the seven-year tribulation, and the rapture is before the seven-year tribulation, and it's already beginning to happen now before the tribulation. How close are we to the tribulation? Soon and very soon. (laughs) So we have the evidence. Second, the controlled opposition resulting in the confusing distraction is proof of how the last day's deception is already at work. This is exactly with specificity what the Apostle Paul said to the church in Thessalonica, the second chapter of his second epistle. Actually, maybe just let me kind of set the stage, if I can say it like that, for lack of a better way of saying it. 2 Thessalonians 2 is a very powerful prophetic passage. I would argue even one of the most profound passages prophetically in all of the pages of Holy Writ. And it starts right out of the chute, because we're told by the Apostle Paul, through the Holy Spirit, inspired by the Holy Spirit, that the rapture has to happen first, verse 3. Then 
the Antichrist can be revealed. And then he goes on to describe the Antichrist, this man of perdition. He's lawless. And he says this lawlessness of the Antichrist is already at work. It's already in play. It's already happening. And when you get to verse 9, he says, the coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with the work of Satan displayed in all kinds of, get this word, counterfeit miracles, signs, and wonders, and in every sort of evil that deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth but have delighted in wickedness. I mean replete throughout Scripture. We find prophecies like this here in Second Thessalonians, all of which the common denominator is a description, sometimes in great detail prophetically, of what the world is going to look like at the time of the end. And if deception is going to be one of the characteristics of what the world is going to look like at the time of the end, I don't know what else to tell you. This is the end. And I'll say it one more time, it's really going to happen. I will confess that even for me sometimes, as a student and teacher of Bible prophecy, I have to reconnect with the reality of what I'm teaching and studying. Let me uh, maybe explain that just a little bit more. I mean, I I know the prophecies very well. I've been studying prophecy and a student of prophecy for well nigh 40 years now, starting in the 80s. I've always had a love and an interest in Bible prophecy. And over the years, there's this tendency, and I'm confessing this, (laughs) there's this tendency to give way to a disconnect. And by disconnect, I mean, I'm I'm reading these prophecies and the disconnect comes in when I, I see them as yet future afar off. And it's like the Holy Spirit just has to get my attention and say, uh, excuse me, JD, uh, this is really going to happen. No, think about this. We, we, we're so excited for the rapture. It's going to happen. It's really going to happen. It's really, 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 I know this is deeply profound in terms of my expanded vocabulary, but it's really, 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 really going to happen. And it's going to happen very fast. In the twinkling of an eye, not a blink, the twinkling of an eye. It's really going to happen. All of this this judgment that I just got done reading from Peter and out of the book of Revelation from the Apostle John, it's really going to happen. And I I wonder sometimes, do we we really believe that? (laughs) 
it's really going to happen. Because see, we're just going to go off into our day and the rest of our weekend. We'll start off the week tomorrow morning, Lord willing. (laughs) And we just go about our lives. This is going to happen. It's really going to happen. And it's really going to happen very soon. This is the purpose of the updates. We still have time to get as many people to Jesus and Jesus to as many people as we possibly can. That's why we end with the gospel, the good news of salvation, found in the person of Jesus Christ and the finished work on the cross. And also just a simple childlike explanation of salvation by way of the ABCs of salvation. Well, what is the gospel? The word gospel actually means good news. Your debt has been paid. Your penalty satisfied. You're free to go. Good news. That's what the word gospel means. Wait, what debt? What payment? Oh, the death penalty has been satisfied. Good news. You're free to go. Whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Well, who did that? Jesus. How did he do that? Well, he came and he was crucified and he was buried and he rose again on the third day and he's coming back again soon. <laughs> okay, last, last time on that one. I'll be doing it all day, but that's the good news. The ABCs, just a, a way, not a formula. Please don't make it a formula. Just a simple way to explain to someone the gospel, the good news. Should the Lord ever grant you that profound privilege of being able to share Jesus with someone? It starts with this acknowledging and admitting that you've sinned, that you're a sinner. Otherwise, why would you be interested in a Savior? The average person you talk to thinks they're a good person. They've never murdered anybody. And that's what's going to grant them access into heaven. There's going to be a lot of good people in hell, a lot of very, very bad people in heaven. I'll be at the front of that line, and you won't be that far behind me. So, Romans 3.10 says, There is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned. All and fall short of the glory of God. We were all born sinners, which is why we must be born again in order to enter the kingdom of heaven, Jesus said. Well, how does that work? Romans 6.23 explains it. The wages of sin is death. That's the penalty, the death penalty that we've all been sentenced to. That's the bad news. What's the good news? Oh, the good news is that The gift of God, gift of God, is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the A, here's the B, and this is so central. It's for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe, would not perish, but have everlasting life. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If you believe in your heart 
that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And then lastly, the C. It comes from the B. It's an expression of the B. It's a calling upon the name of the Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans 10.13, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. It's that simple. I implore you, I plead with you, if you're here today or watching online, your only hope is Jesus. It's not an election. It's not the economy. Your only hope is Jesus. He's your only way out of this world, this dying evil world. Well, today's But God testimony we'll end with. It comes from Danny, who writes, But God story. In September 2021, my team and I's positions were eliminated because of a major account moving to a competitor. I knew quickly it was a blessing in disguise because we were all given six months severance and the company implemented a COVID vaccine mandate beginning October 2021. I was the only team member unvaccinated. While I was able to enjoy some time off for the rest of 2021, I landed a temp consulting job in 2022 for a few months but then was left unemployed again. The last few months have certainly been a test of faith, as I interviewed for a position July 22nd and received an offer. But, this is interesting, the Holy Spirit moved me to decline the position, less pay and benefits. Well, as only God can maneuver things, my previous company had another position open up. Similar to my previous position, the only caveat was still the vaccine mandate. However, based on feedback from colleagues, I submitted a religious exemption and was approved. In addition, my job offer was 12% more than my previous salary. Praise the Lord, Danny. Yeah? Come on up. I love it when God does that. You know, I, I, I think of um, that uh, quote, you know, sometimes we're waiting for God to open up a door, and, and God's going, well, what if I don't want to use a door this time? What if I want to come in through a window? Oh, I hadn't thought about that. The ways of God, the wise of God, who knows the mind of the Lord. Last Thursday in Jeremiah, is there anything too hard for the Lord? The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. 
Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for Truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.